I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. start Louise I'm too tired oh Sally it must be awful being you why are you so tired tell because me I drove, uh, if I was a truck driver I would have been illegal yesterday because I think oh. I drove about 11 hours like with oh, gigs, of gosh. gigs in between oh, so I would have had a little thing on my dashboard that would have told me to pull over mm. and have a sleep yeah that would you um happen. would would you were you driving in your canadian shirt that you're adorning now because that would make you a real truck driver i think well like, do you know what i wasn't actually but i was oh. driving in another canadian shirt with my vintage look wranglers jeans as well oh sally all you're from just... lamley's in western oh, Canada. oh god it's almost like you've been to canada isn't mm. it sally? have you not been to canada no sally do you know oh. where i've been where have you been have you been to staffordshire i've been to staffordshire but i've never been to me <laughs> twat <Thank> <laughs> <laughs> a lovely had... chat with Jeff, didn't we? Jeff, Jeff Norcott. It's fantastic with his with his lager. His simple, oh. predictable lager. Lovely, lovely, wasn't it? And he was full of opinion. Actually, no, not opinions. He can't, he likes to debate an answer, yes. doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. He likes to debate. He, he likes to think of every angle of everything before he gives yeah. an answer. And that's quite unusual because uh, everything we we discussed everything that we presented to him in quite a lot of detail, Sally, yeah, which great, we very it? rarely get, which, you know, it's very normally just drunken mumblings from you and I. But this time, oh, no. Clarity. No, no, no. Clarity was oh, achieved. There you mm. go. That's the word I'm looking for in my menopausal head. Clarity. Shall we, um, shall we listen to it? Yeah. Thanks. Shall we crack straight on, Lou? Yes, Sally, why don't we just crack straight on, Sally? With a lager. With a lager drinker. With somebody who I thought would drink a lager when I asked him. I thought it's got to be a lager. It's Jeff Norcott. It is Jeff Norcott. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Well, predictable. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, I had you down as a whiskey man. I no, thought you didn't. I oh, did have so you. I definitely thought you'd be a whiskey and coke or something like that. Is it really interesting that you say that? Because I'm writing something at the moment. Is is I uh, I have an issue with whiskey because I feel oh. that it represents maturity. You know, so you get that bloke. It's sort of, there's levels of middle age. And there'll just mm. be a guy that will suddenly start talking about the difference between single or double malt. Mm. And you can all, even if he's not wearing a cardigan, you can sort of imagine yeah. one on him. You know, yeah. so so I don't doubt that I on paper I absolutely should be a whiskey guy, but it's bound up in a sort of Peter Pan need right. to mm. stick with lager. With the lads. Just, You've got to stay with the lads, lads haven't you, Jeff? Yeah. Retain your youth. Yeah. Nine I mean, I am I, I do take a lot of pleasure in being a basic 
bitch in many ways. You know, I um, I, I there was a story about the Tesco meal deal the other day that said they sort of said what was the most frequent combination of what people buy, and it was exactly what I have for lunch every day. I have like more or less every day. I have ham and cheese sandwich, cheese and onion crisps, and diet coke. More or less every day. Ham and cheese. And then yeah. cheese again on the old crisps. But the cheese on the crisps is not really cheese. I don't know what... I mean, it doesn't even... It sort of alludes to the idea of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's cheese nice. is it's nice, it's... though, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. very... Well, I, I suppose it's safe, isn't it, Jeff? It's safe. That, it is. That meal is quite safe, so... You know where you are with a meal deal, though, don't you? I love a meal deal. Marks and Spencer simply... F- I do. Simply food. If Everyone see... likes even oh. saying the word meal deal. It yeah. is something uniquely British. It speaks to our love of a of a bargain. Um, I, I remember, and this is I'm not going to get political. I, I promise. I'm, I'm feeling less political these days. But I remember there was there was something that Jeremy Corbyn once tried to say about the kind of Brexit that the Tories were going to do, and he said he said they're going to make Britain the bargain bucket of Europe. And I just thought, if you want to make people opposed to an idea, don't invoke something that people love. KFC. People, <laughs> people who doesn't love but yeah. Bucket just of chicken. Words, man. Yeah. And bargain as well. Imagine getting a bucket of chicken on a deal. Everyone oh. loves a bargain. Yeah, of course. Oh, you're absolutely do. right. They... So, so Jeff, we've been talking that you're quite a you're not a simple bloke, a predictable bloke. Mm. Yeah. With your lager, mm. but what is the lager of choice you've got? Uh, well, it is the the lager I'm supposed to like. So at the moment, a guy like me is supposed to like Peroni. That's what the the marketing men and women, um, <laughs> but it doesn't alliterate as well. Uh, so you've got. I can't because I. I mean, this is this. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that old school that I'll just down a Peroni. Oh, but for the podcast, you need me to pretend that I'm having one. No, you're no right. okay. We'll keep that in. We'll definitely keep. Yeah, we we'll keep that in. Yeah. Yeah. Because I absolutely wouldn't do that. Um, but uh, but yeah, Peroni. That's what they. Every once in a while in my life, there's been lagers that you're supposed to like. Once upon a time, it was Foster's. Then it was mm. German beers like Beck's and Michelob, and then it was Czech, and then it was Mexican. You know, and right now it does seem to be that I, the basic bitches are supposed to like Italian. So it's either Peroni or Moretti. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Know if, you, that. if you look mm. at the the beer pumps in pubs, the the pumps for Peroni are these incredible contraptions. They look like some sort of steampunk type uh, <laughs> exhibit. They are, and it's just saying you're supposed to like this right now. This is what you're you're supposed to drink. I in where I live, Jeff. Right, we don't have Wi-Fi. We don't have very. We have very little here. But what we do have in several of the pubs is one of those magic machines for the Peroni. You see, people don't want mm. the internet, but they do want a fancy schmancy beer. See what I mean? The yes. idea of, yeah. of Peroni, and I'm sure that the next uh, beer that everyone's supposed to like will be, you know, they'll have an even bigger pump. It'll probably yeah. take up the whole saloon bar. It'll yeah. just be a pump and we'll all sit in the barrel, yeah. won't we? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what's going to happen. I, Some I weird kind of lock-in. Yeah. I went, I went to a pub uh, quite recently and they had, um, like, a magic Guinness device. So it was like... It, it was like a can, a can of Guinness, but without the top on it. You inserted the can in, you lowered something, pressed some buttons, and it pierced the can and poured the perfect pint of Guinness out of this can. I mean, it was 
I mean, they're getting, was, they're getting away with yeah. getting rid of bar staff now, aren't they? Mm, <gasps> why? Yeah. I feel yeah. Guinness is another thing that I feel like I should I should like, but I don't know. I mean, lager. I suppose its whole inception was to be easy to drink. Like that was mm. that was the nature behind it. You, you, you something you could drink for a whole day. So yeah. that's that's I like that logic. I like the logic. I don't want to be challenged. I mean, all these these craft beers where they want to challenge you with toffee. No, I don't. I don't wish to be challenged by a drink. You just you um, like what you like, don't you, Jeff? You know you. I like, like what I like. I like. I mean, I felt very Yorkshire as I was about to go into that, but I mean, I do. <laughs> I do think. I, I've been thinking about the culture of drinking between, and I'm very gender stereotypical, by the way. So apologies up front for that. But if you think broadly speaking, what women uh, and men enjoy, women have got a far healthier relationship with alcohol to a point. Is that they like yeah. drinks to be? I mean, yeah, you know, present company excluded, but thank you. The, but women like drinks I've to be fun, right? To keep they are. Slams. If if we're going to be stereotypical, and obviously there are exceptions to this, but fizzy, sweet cocktails, you know, they got funky names. They're a laugh, you know. Women's alcohol, you know, women's alcoholism is a lot more fun than men's because it's got it's got a sense of fun about it. But whereas there's something about beer and even whiskey, there's a, there's a sort of dourness about it. Like you've got to learn to love it and grimace a little bit and push through it. I have to say, Jeff, that I agree with you there because the other day Sally was in my house mm-hmm. and we we got very giddy, didn't we? And we mm-hmm. what we do is when Sally comes around, we get drunk and then we become confident and we email guests. Um, and then at <laughs> some point of the night, one of us will get our tits out and we'll go, you've got great tits, and then we'll go to mm. sleep. And that's exactly what happened. Our alcoholism, Sally, we have a great time, don't we? Yeah, we I do mean, enjoy it's all fun, you know. That's the culture we live in now. That that that's fun. That's great. That's feminism in many ways. Yeah. Showing each other your tits and then passing out. Yeah, and then in the morning receiving emails from people that we don't know who they're from. I went to know who's Maxwell, and she went, "Oh, that'd be John Cleese's agent." So I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay, so we don't want to do the podcast. No, Is that what they're saying? Okay. Yeah. And then we emailed Nicola Sturgeon as well, yeah, didn't still we? Still waiting on a response. We're still waiting Nicola. on Nicola. Mm. Well, she'll she'll me, come back to I'm us. I'm a bit, bit of a showbiz pal of Nicola Sturgeon at the Fringe <gasps> this year. Oh, uh, I did a yeah. panel chat thing with her. Um, and i got to say, she she seemed um, cagey about me at first. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a very funny photo, which if your listeners can be bothered is to look at my Instagram. I don't post very often, so you won't have trouble finding it. He's the, so there's a photo. There's Nicola Sturgeon, Aisha Hazariku, who's an excellent comic and a left-wing commentator, and Rosie Hull, excellent comic, left-wing, and then me standing about a yard <laughs> to, to one side. Uh, with, oh. with some sort of virus that you're not allowed near them. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, I, I think, you know, look, I'll put it this way. That we, 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 when Nicholas, some politicians affect a dislike for certain things for political reasons, I think... Nicola's being honest about she how just she didn't feels. like you. She just doesn't like didn't... the Tories. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. not massive fan of England, I would say, on balance, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm. and, and so I, but, but in fairness to her, you know, once I'd got a few laughs with the audience, she, um, I don't know, she seemed to loosen up. We're good, good pals by the end. Um, Jeff, that being the case, would you just drop her a message and ask her to do our podcast, please? Thank you. That'd be great. I will. Yeah, and we'll yeah, let I'll... her know that you drank an Italian beer, if you want. Yeah. 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 What is that supposed to sort of suggest that I'm not like your normal guy? I mean, yeah, if anything, not... that might confirm everything she ever yeah. thought about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well yeah, that's a good point, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Jeff, um, Jeff, you you enjoy a drink, don't you? Generally, very much so. Yeah. Have you got Binge some dra- drinker? 
Been, oh, are you? Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Are you on what? and off then? You're like, go, like, I can't drink anymore. I've got, I've, like, you know how people go, I'm having a month off. And then uh, never you go back on I, it. I, so what often happens is, is I don't drink much during the week. Um, I'm, you know, and if I'm busy, it's, you know, it's not a problem to not drink at all. And then I'll have a big day out. I like days, drinking days to start early, especially yeah. in middle age, because mm-hmm. the idea is early start, early finish. But what it really means is you just drink longer because you stay up as late as you previously did, but you started also at 11 a.m. Yeah. Um, but there's something magical, I think, about, you know, heading into, I probably, I mean, this is an awful thing to say, but it's up there with as happy as I can be is on a train into London with my wife for a daytime drinking session you know we both got the little plastic things out to have Brilliant. a drink on the train on the way down it doesn't get any better than that does it having a having a decent leo sayer is is yes. like me and the gentleman caller we did that at the weekend jeff and what a great day what a great day we were home and in bed by half nine couldn't remember any of it jeff couldn't yeah. remember any of it um what was your training drink of choice then when you were growing up um I so cider like a lot of people of my sort of vintage I it was I was lucky I mean I got to the height I am now the monumental height of five eight and a half but I've got to Woo! that height like by the age of 11 or something so oh, I, was quite, I was quite tall for a while and I also you know I also sort of grew a beard pretty early so I was able <laughs> I think when I was 14 it was probably the best bit of my life actually because I was the Fine. one that was able had a pipe as well, grandkids. <laughs> um, but I was able to, I was able to get alcohol for everyone, but most importantly for the girls. So I had some serious status at this point. And and back then it was all cider, and and it was K cider, which was a, oh, a weird. Yeah. I mean, just the fact it had that smoked black glass. I, I, it, I mean, it's just cider. It looked like cider. You know, it's very strong cider, but. Um, I- but I don't think I'm aware of that. K-Cider, oh. yeah, you are. No, K-Cider. K. No. It had red lettering, didn't it? Red the K. red lettering on the black background black made it seem... I'm going to Google that while potent. you're chatting, because I don't think I do remember it. You'll no. know it. You'll know it. It's it was everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, cider does... I mean, it just gets you very junk, doesn't it? I mean, that's no, one of yeah. the... I mean, three of those, generally, was a good night out. and So I stayed with that for a while. And then in the 90s, I mean, I'm definitely leading... You know, as a comic, I've always tried to push back against liberal orthodoxies. And, and this stuff that the 90s was this great decade. I mean, we had some of the worst alcohol, most disgusting drinks, 2020, Thunderbirds, awful well, stuff. Yeah. Like vodka and orange. Everyone was on the vodka and orange. Yeah, what a disgusting Yeah, that drink. is disgusting. It tastes like gone-off orange juice, doesn't it? But, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Though. How old were you in the 90s? Uh, well, it was different ages at uh, different points. Teens to twenties. Oh, of course you were. Teens yeah. to twenties. Yeah. <laughs> Teens to twenties. I uh, would have been ninety. Uh, started off ninety. I was like thirteen, and that carried me all the way through to twenty-one. So I suppose it was yeah, my formative adult years. Yeah, you see. So you don't really care what you're drinking then. So I think we look back mm. at the nineties go, it was fantastic. Whereas people might go, what was what was that you were drinking? That's disgusting. We didn't care, did we? No. We were young. We just drinking snake it back. bite and and black and stuff. Ooh. But I think that I suppose yeah. what. Me and my wife, we realised that we ne- there needed to be different kinds of alcohol available. So we're sort of making our own new drinks, mutant drinks, and 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 eventually, you know, better stuff came out that was a formal version of that. I remember the I remember the 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 origin of the Smirnoff Ice was a fucking revolution. Mm, yeah, I remember that. I, my mate got married in the nineties, and uh, she had uh, she hired this boat across the Thames in Henley. Very nice. And she was so excited because the wine of choice at the wedding was Blossom Hill. 
Mm. And that was mm. the expensive posh wine to drink. And now wouldn't even remove my makeup with it. <laughs> no, <laughs> disgusting. I mean, that is the thing with alcohols is that they do have their time in the sun as the aspirational what, brand. What, what was Smir- What was in Smirnoff Ice? I know it was vodka, Sugar. obviously. Was it? But what yeah. else? Yeah, what else was in there? There must have been lemon. some sort of mixer, wasn't there? Was it, it was, lemon? It, yeah, it was and it was just this. There was a period where if you put the uh, the word ice at the end of anything, it made it instantly better. Yeah, ice, strong but it, ice. And then I thought well, it's only ice if you put ice in it. It's not like it's inherently icy. No, that's only if it's and cold. then they would say, "Well, it's it's brewed over ice." Well, well, whatever coldness that gives it in the brewing process, that's gone long gone. It's complete. It's completely fatuous. I think now, in a way, I think that people are far more discerning. In a way, and bringing it yeah. back to the beer of today, Peroni. Part of the reason that Peroni is a popular beer is it's got a lot of flavour to it, and um, and people's palates. We're all eating more exotic and and sort of flavoursome food so if you was to put a fosters in front of someone i mean back in the day all the mainstream lagers didn't have any flavor at all that was part of the point was fosters castle main carling tastes Ooh. of nothing Ooh. absolutely Ooh. nothing hofmeister they they just didn't really taste of anything so so think something like a moretti you know and a mm. peroni i mean and also i love the advertisers as well because you know, there's session lagers now, but you see the advert for Moretti and there's all these young Italians there, sexy young men and women, just being responsible, having a chat. Uh, so yeah. this is nothing like the no. context in which Brits will drink this drink. No, 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 we, no, we wouldn't bother drinking that, would we? If we if we just wanted to have a coffee, like a little chat, we'd we'd have a coffee. They're all being so we? grown up and yeah. and just just listening to each other and stuff. And I thought like maybe the first one's like that, but I get I guess as an aspirational brand, you can't really show people someone just standing in front of a fridge just looking for ham, you know, because that'd be yeah, the end point. Just looking for ham, looking yeah. For ham. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that like you know? Is it? Oh no, it's Spain that they do the bull run, isn't it? The um, yeah, Ambrona, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the amount of British people that do that because they're they're fucked off their faces on shit yeah. beer, and the civilized Spaniards probably would just go here. They go, let's release the bulls and let's kill the British because <laughs> then yes, yes well, that's probably why they and love then we'll it. Enjoy this for the right reasons once we've got yeah. the British. <laughs> yes, and we'll have a civilized chat. We'll have a civilized yes, watch whilst these. looking good looking and being suave. Well, Thank I mean, you. is this we we do this with the Europeans though, don't we? We sort of fetishize them as all being sophisticated and handsome and sexy and responsible. And I, I don't know. I mean, we are a bit more knuckle headed and meaty minded than the rest of Europe, a bit. But I also think that there's a tendency, like 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 that this culture doesn't exist elsewhere i mean german dutch polish mm. there's a lot of you know certainly north european countries that have this culture i think that we're probably the only culture where people stick flares up their ass and light them maybe that's our, <laughs> that's our usp yeah. have you, you ever done, done that, that jeff <laughs> no no but i mean I've, I've 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 seen such spectacles unfold and i've, I've egged them on I've, I've suggested it in some instances Great. but i've you know, I, I do. I do love that about the British. It's a weird thing that I love is that we are sort of quite savage in in. The, and obviously, there's a tipping point where it can become unpleasant. But I was watching a, a clip on uh, TikTok earlier. I'm on TikTok, by the way, despite being old. And um, there was a clip of uh, Kendrick Lamar, and he was in this plastic box waiting to s- start a song. And there was just loads of lads behind him chanting, "Kendrick's in a box, in a box, Kendrick's in a box," shouting, and like just this ridiculous football chant. <laughs> And I thought that 
That's what really makes us proud, isn't it? It's not the empire or the world wars. It's that sort of thing. I don't even know who Kendrick Lamar is. So, well, um, you got to get on TikTok, mate. I mean, I I only know you for this reason. I I am on TikTok, and I've I think I've got two hundred followers now. So that's good. You're you're breaking TikTok. I am. I am breaking. I'm on TikTok. I love TikTok. Oh, I could sit and watch the Primark halls all day long. Here we go again. Oh my God, these girls! All they do is they just talk you through what they've bought at. Primark and they hold it up, tell you how much it was, what size it is. I just sit there for hours watching that, what they've bought. Oh, it is um, amazing, isn't it? I mean, we do talk about like you know, this thing of the liberal establishment and the gatekeepers of culture, and 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 then I think, well, maybe there does need to be a balance because social media suggests that if you left it to us, everything we watch would be shit. Like if we were left to our own devices, it's pets, do you know what I mean? It's punch-ups in car parks, it's the Primark videos. Mm. We we can't be trusted really to maintain a culture. So you do need some cultural some sort of steering. Yeah. Moving us into yeah. different directions oh. occasionally. You wouldn't write a drama, like a 12-part drama, if we were left to our own devices. You know what I mean? It'd be... Oh, if there was a drama, because this the one thing I like watching on though on the TikTok and the stuff is um people cleaning carpets oh, and yeah. floors. Satisfying. Oh, I could watch that. If there was a sitcom about that, Jeff, could you yeah. write that, please? Put me and Sally in it. Could yeah, you do the, that? The, the, yeah, the, but it would need to be like one of those really short things, you know. I mean, it's not a sitcom, really. It's more of a, a home help thing, you know, like Kim and Aggie type. Or is yeah, Kim and Aggie yeah. the same person? I don't know. It's turn up. It's seven-minute floor wipe. And that'd be... Oh. Do it, or do it with a celebrity, you know what I mean? Like celebrity yeah. floor wipe. Just get, oh. you know, someone oh, from Love Island. Talking my language, Jeff. Jeff, we can't. We could talk about TikTok all day, but I want to hear your drunk stories. Yes. That's really what I'm after. At drunk the moment. stories. Yeah, um, man, I know you. So I've got a, a weird one. When I was staying, so I'm very. I mean, I don't know what people might think about me, but I'm very gay friendly. You know, very bit of a scene queen. Yeah, yeah. great. Uh, uh, and it started really because um, I was I was gigging. I still wanted to be sociable, and all my straight friends became boring. And at the time I was finishing gigs, the lads were just going out. So so I, I hopped onto the gay scene, loved it. Uh, but so but and then it became you know we were going to Ibiza with a bunch of gay lads. We've been staying in this gay hotel for years, and and it is called a gay hotel by the way. It's not the old Brilliant. fashioned sort of teenage schoolboy way of saying oh, so gay. I mean it, it it was a gay hotel. So it, and there's this one lad one day around the pool who was being a bit of uh, I'd had a few beers and he but he'd been on it like you know he was off his face basically and he he was being quite unpleasant and he was like he, he was he gobbed in the pool which is a bit rank sorry sorry to yeah. bring that in and so no one was going in the pool and it was really hot and I thought I'm not having that you know what I mean I'm British no one dominates the pool this is against my sense of fair play so I jumped in and I <laughs> swam past him and um just to show him that he couldn't dominate the pool um I gave me a little kick with my leg and I was quite pleased with this. Uh, not a kick as such, but just to like get out of the way, you know. Yeah. And then um, I went to do it again. He grabbed my leg and then I sort of spluttered. It was quite embarrassing, really. A bit of water went up my nose. And then I sort of managed to recover. <laughs> and I said, you, mate, I said, you're out of order. You know, is it, the way you're behaving is not pleasant and it's not fair to people around the pool. And he went, uh, who are you, the king of the swimming pool? And I was like, yeah, because I, I couldn't think of anything else to say because it was actually quite a good line. <laughs> 
And then, um, and then he pushed me, right? And I, I didn't oh. bargain for this. He, he wanted a fight. And then um, I pushed him back and it was, I was getting ready to square up. And then I looked down and I could see his willy, basically, through <laughs> refracted flu, through the water. And I thought, oh, shit, like, he's naked. And then I suddenly ran through the thing of, like, oh, my God, if we fight, and then, it, you know, if people pull us apart and they go, right, what's going on here? And straight guy <gasps> fighting a gay guy, a naked gay guy yeah. at a gay hotel. Yeah. I wargamed it and thought it's not worth getting involved. Jeff, no. it's not worth getting involved. Oh, you I could have ended up making love. Well, yeah, I mean, look, there is a homoerotic quality to this. Let's not pretend yeah. that there isn't. Uh, I don't know if, if it, you know, maybe put someone in better shape than me in this idea and, okay. and you're laughing. But I... And I got back to my wife and she was sunbathing around the corner and she didn't know any of this drama had gone on. <laughs> and you can imagine all the lads around the pool sitting up like, oh, hello, it's getting a bit spicy. You know what I mean? A bit of drama around the pool late afternoon. And she she just wanted to know where uh, Solero was. <laughs> Is that what you call the willy? <laughs> yeah. It's just reflected in the swimming pool yeah. with a bit of on it. Sorry about that. Oh, but, uh, you know, that yeah. is, that, that's a couple of, you know, it's a few points in maybe the kind yeah. of, I, I mean, I stand by what I did. I thought he was being a really yes. obnoxious guy. And eventually um, the guy that ran the bar area did uh, remove this man and he was jeered on his way out. Yeah. Was it? Oh, so they were all on your side, but no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I point. think people were just waiting for someone. I thought, you know, you know what? That's that's what we do. Yeah. You, know? you got in there, Jeff. You sorted the sitch. Yeah. I got, and then, and then I ran away at the moment it seemed it could be politically incorrect. Back, back to your strong wife. Yeah. She took yes, over yeah, from yeah. there. Didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Was, was he was marched? It? Was he marched out of the hotel in pants or naked? Um, I don't actually remember. I remember that he had a. Well, look, it was cold. In fairness to him. Oh, um, okay. So he wouldn't but... have seen anything anyway. Well, I mean, I was I just was aware that he was. I could, you know, see. It. That's why it took me a while to work it out because it wasn't yeah. obvious at first what I was looking at. And um, yeah. but yeah, he just had he'd had a big night, and but he was just being uh, um, un- unacceptable, you know. But I, I, but it's best, it's best not. I mean, I, I, look on reflection, maybe I should have left it to somebody else. But you no. know, that is, it's not how I was raised. No, babes, you would, you just dealt with it, did you, babes? You yeah, got in you there, what... you sorted the sitch. Do you yeah. know what's interesting was I so I told that story at an Edinburgh show in 2017 and I am not because comedians always talk about that bad reviews but one review came and it's fair to say that she didn't like me and she told that story she gave me a one star review and right. she recounted that story as Jeff Norcott kicked a naked gay man <gasps> in Ibiza and ran away. So she did what you were worried, which is the, she said what the reason why you stopped doing it because yeah yeah it. yeah yeah I mean she was, I mean what she said was borderline defamatory but you know what what can you do. I was just about to tell another story, and I realised this has an element of yobbishness. Yeah, Great, do it. You sort of, if you met you, you probably would think. Look, I mean, I know you, so I know you're not yobbish. Yeah, I was watching Wimbledon Football Club. We were playing Aston Villa, and we were we were three one down, and um, and we we pulled a goal back to three two, and I had a couple of points, and I said, if we go three all here, and by the way, this was not a meaningful game. It was an end of season mid table clash in front of roughly six thousand people. It was just completely meaningless game. I said, if we go three all, I'm on the pitch, and then I was like, I thought you fuck off a little bit. I was like, no, I'm on the pitch, and then Vinnie Jones scored a deflected equaliser, and I was like, right, you know, you got to got to walk the walk, and I went down there, and and I got on the pitch, and um. It's so slippy. That's what you don't realise. That's why these that's why these guys are wearing studs. And I just slipped and basically skated my way over to Vinnie Jones. Oh, what a dick. 
I know, and I didn't even get a proper hug off the players. Just kind of like just touched him on the shoulder, and then turned around, and there was a queue of stewards waiting there to chuck me out. Um, oh, how embarrassing! It was embarrassing. It's still on YouTube, though. And then the and then they chucked me out. But what they hadn't realised was because there was only five minutes left, the gates were open at that point. So I just went I went back to my seat the other way. And scored, <laughs> a, scored a fourth goal, one four three, best night of my life. Well, could you just explain what a deflective doodah is, please? I don't know what uh, that is. Just a deflected goal. So he took a shot and it come off one of um, the player's oh. shins. So it created oh. an extra little bit of drama, I suppose. Oh, because it hurt somebody's so went, leg. Oh, oh. It, 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 it didn't reaction. hurt, Lou. Didn't hurt, oh, didn't did it hurt. not? Shin no, pads. Cause... Shin pads. Oh, right. Do they wear the shin pads, do I they? I guess so. I don't know. Oh, do they wear shin pads? Newspapers rolled up down the sock, Lou. You know. Oh, is it? Oh, they yeah. must have, like, somebody to rub like vapor rubbing their legs in the interval or something like that. The interval. It? How yeah. oh, that was such a lovely thing to say. The interval. <laughs> the interval. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This is how much <laughs> then they go backstage, don't they? Yeah, they do, don't yeah, they? they? And then they get changed into their costumes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the director the comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At halftime you have a woman selling cigarettes and ice cream tubs. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. And then the, the stage manager will go, right, you we need to move some of the stuff now because yeah. you're yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so change dramatic. the set. In fact, yeah. we won't change the set. We'll just yeah. make you all face the other way now. Yeah, let's get the understudies on. Let's swap that yeah. one and put yeah. the understudies on. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, great. Love football. Why haven't I thought about it like that before? <laughs> Sorry, I realised that I've taken this to a very no. place. I'm trying. Oh, I'll tell you another drinking story yeah. which again i mean i'm not going to come out of any of these in a good life but i guess that that's inevitable um me and my wife again it's a gay story we was uh we was with the gays in ibiza we've been we'd had a bit of a bit of a carve up in someone's hotel room one night had a, had a great <laughs> night and then a couple of nights later we were out in ibiza town and uh there was these lads sitting there at this bar and uh, there were a couple and my wife said to me and I swear to, I mean, it's going to sound like I'm making up like stereotypical gay names from like mid nineties American comedies, but their names were something like Antoine and Julio or something like that. Brilliant. And um, so, and my wife said, "Oh, it's, it's Antoine and and Julio." And I looked at them. And I went, "No, it's not," because I was so drunk. I just was like, "It's not them." She was like, <laughs> "Definitely is." They, they've said that that's who they are. I know that's who they are. Why are you talking like this, Jeff? And I just wasn't having it. I was going, "I just don't think it's them, babe." Just being weird. <laughs> And at which point my wife smacked me on the forehead to bring me round. Not violent. It's not violence. I realised. Yeah, no, this... no, yeah. But uh, we had a we had a card system at that point. Whereas if I was being weird when I was drunk, she would give me a yellow card um, oh. just to pull me round. It's football again, uh, isn't it? Mm. You really again. tried to get off that subject, mm. didn't you? You go straight back. I'm just an arsehole. I mean, that is a, a, no. a possibility. No, <laughs> uh, but she gave me so. a straight red that night. Straight red. Straight red. Night. What does that mean? Yeah. What's the punishment? That's it. Go home, Jeff. Go back to the hotel room. You're done, son. And you do oh. it. You do what you're told. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, and you... did she stay out? Uh, no, I think she eventually came, but only because she was latterly worried that... I was just going to go to another bar independently, which I probably would have, in fairness. Yeah. Oh, you'd have to have to packed up your PE kit in your little bag and then just trotted <laughs> off home. You wouldn't have even got your half-time orange or anything like that, would you? Oh, no, oh, all my Jeff. grilled chicken to bring it bang Gr- up today. Grilled chicken? <laughs> Do they have that in the interval? I think even that was like 15 years ago. I, I'm behind the football as well. But but I would say this, I mean, in terms of drinking, I am um, a seasoned solo drinker. I'll happily go out sit in a pub or even go to a nightclub on my own. I've done it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I've done I like that. that though. I like that. Mm. Sally, you you'll have done it's that though, won't you? I have. <laughs> I went to yeah, yeah, I've been to nightclubs on my own. When I was in, in the 90s, really, when I was like in Spain and played Valencia, I remember there was clubs on the beach. It was amazing. And I I ended up there on my own. Some, whoever I was with, there was somebody I'd just met and um, they went home and I went, I'll find where you live. I'm staying. And I was dancing. It was great. Yeah. Don't know if I, I would know, now. You, so you you stayed. I, I've, I've set out on, on my own knowing that I'm going to be. I mean, this is just, again, it's tried, I've done this relatively recently. Oh, I see what well. you mean. Yeah, I haven't gone there on my own. No. Yeah, yeah I... And and also I think it's but on the other hand I think what you did was more impressive because you you didn't have mobile phones and social media because oh. now you can stay in touch you can communicate with people yeah. more or less continually. Yeah. Um, I had to remember where where I was staying with the ta- the lovely taxi driver was driving me around for ages until I recognised a building. Oh Sally, <laughs> I know Sally Sally. <laughs> me and the gentleman caller I think it was the gentleman caller because it's how drunk I was. We were talking about how you know like you you get dogs chipped. We should have mm. our partners chipped <laughs> so that mm. when they go missing or if they go missing, we can, if they get handed into a police station, you just do a barcode and then then you, that's Send it. them home. You can, you can yeah. get those little, mm. um, Apple tags now, though, can't you? So you can do it with it like that. But it's connected to your phone. Uh, it's, not on a, mean, my, it's not on a central database, is it? Uh, I think my wife, though, if I'm honest, she, she sort of locked the unpredictable part of me that would do stuff like that because... <laughs> She doesn't. It's a bit of me. She doesn't fully under understand. Like even I was in Dublin a couple of weeks ago doing gigs, and then, you know, you know, it's like you've had a nice gig. The the Friday w- was wasn't straightforward, but the Saturday was a real belting gig. So I had a couple of pints very quickly afterwards. I mean, I don't know what that creates in your body, but I feel like it creates a new chemical mm-hmm. that makes you think I want to stay out. I want to stay out. And so I was out <laughs> drinking with a mate. He went home. I was like, I want I want some dance music because I love you know dance music. And and then so I googled what was on in Dublin, and there was some Ukrainian techno on. Um, some Ukrainian techno I went to it I was thinking it'd be a nightclub there'll be a queue it wasn't it was a pub uh. that happened to happen to have some Ukrainian techno on so it's the weirdest thing you had some old Irish stuffers there playing dominoes and then just had like the, the most hardcore sort of 150 beats per minute techno you've ever heard so um yeah I just I just sat there uh, and I had a couple of drinks and then I had a shot of tequila on mine I thought this really is sad Go back to the hotel, and I did. So I suppose you don't need to talk if you're playing dominoes, do you? It's all in the the dots, isn't it? So they the, the old people playing dominoes don't need to chat, do they? You can have the techno going. It all makes sense. Maybe it's a it? thing. Techno May- and dominoes. Do you think it makes you know like if you have dance music on in the car, it makes you drive quicker? It do you does, think like yeah. the old dears would like have that on in the background to just get the dominoes over and done with quicker? Come on, come on. Mm. Yeah, they're playing on, speed dominoes. Yeah, because we don't know how long Barry's going to live for, so let's just get this down let's get it yes. done yes i'm oh. gonna um, i'm gonna butt in i want to do this little t- we do a little quiz jeff speed round jeff imagine the ukrainian trance <laughs> yeah, behind yeah, this. yeah behind this yeah. yeah yeah white white or red wine red um lager or ale lager prosecco or carver neither whiskey or brandy brandy cosmopolitan or long island iced tea uh, or uh, I, just, I just I'm really like ideologically against cocktails, so <laughs> I think it'd be culturally <laughs> insensitive to make me answer that. I'm just going to pump that Ukrainian music back up. Yeah. <laughs> right, come on. Look, I mean, I'll do an espresso martini sometimes. Yes, yeah. you can't yes. change the question. It's middle-aged right. cocaine, isn't it? Espresso martini. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Love those. Tequila yeah. or sambuca? Well, uh, the, 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 the both. 
Right, no. I mean, Sambuca is incredible. But I say to people, like, if they still want to go clubbing, but obviously they don't want to get involved in the chemical side of things. One Sambuca will give you 40 interesting minutes. <laughs> could you just something I used to call them game changers. I say, does anybody want a game changer? Because if you've been drinking for a while, a Sambuca would definitely make the next 40 minutes and you'd have a weird chat. You know, something's going to happen. But the hangover, I don't know if it's because of the concentration of sugar, is absolutely fucking brutal of Sambuca. I mean, it just is unlike anything else I've ever experienced. Tequila, I don't know. It's like slightly more alkali or I don't, I don't know. What I like tequila, but I do like a Sambuca as well. All right, Coke or Diet Coke? Diet Coke. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Tea or coffee? Tea. I knew it was going to be two. Of course, And Blongo or Kiora? Um, I, I mean, it does make you think in the current age we're at. I don't know. I would imagine they've got a different song on the advert these days. You would let's like hope so. so let's yeah. hope so, eh? I just don't know if they're allowed to do that anymore. So I don't even know if they go... exist anymore. This is really showing our age, isn't it? Do they exist uh, in Blongo? I mean, I'm I, going I, I, to I just Google it. I just don't, I don't think they ever drank it in the Congo for a start. No, well, I don't think they did, did they? No. I think Screw. you can't say, say hey? that anymore. I'll go Kiora. All right, then. Screw cap or cork? Um, what do you mean for wine? Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, if it's fizzy, it's got to be a cork, really, isn't it? But for wine, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think the ritual of opening wine is is a good thing. Is good. It depends how drunk I am, really. First, if first drink at night, let's go cork. 4am, let's just go, let's screw cap, get yeah. it off, let's get drinking again. Yeah. Draft beer or bottle beer? Dra- a draft beer. So you know the lockdowns, mm. I suddenly, my weirdest thing that came out of that was I missed draft beer horrifically. Right. And so ever since then, I've, you know, I would take more opportunities to have a pint than before because I sort of, I guess there's a part of me that feels that I might be locked down again. And I remember my dad, because he was around in the era of rationing, he always put far too much butter on his bread and we used mm. to take the piss out of him for it. But now I understand. He thought the yeah. butter might get taken away. I no. obviously, I've got some sort of draft beer PTSD. That I, I think my granddad was the same, but with women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah, I yeah. never thought about that idea. Yeah. Women, women, are gonna be, women were going to yeah. run out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they Russian us... women. They said no, you can have half just... a pound of woman this week. Yeah, just in case he he like he tried to do he, as many as he could the, before oh, was, he'd was, done them all. Rather yeah. than the size of the woman, it was more the quantity. The quantity, rather, yeah. yeah. Number yeah. of them, rather just than... Just in case, yeah, it's, it's just in case they got rationed. Do as many as he could. Come on, come on. Yeah. Sorry, go on, gin, Sally. All right, gin or vodka? Uh, gin. Tony There's Blair a weird thing with gin where... Um, do you remember, like, it was just... It was really unfashionable for a long time. Yes. We and sort of just in. somehow it was like an old woman drink. It was seen to be an old woman drink, and then yeah. and then I don't know what marketing. changed. Marketing, it's marketing. That's all it marketing. is. Marketing. I bet you any money it was Tim and Simon on Sunday brunch. They're geniuses. Yeah. Just making you go see this thing from the past. That's cool again. Yeah. So I go, hey, black pudding is now super trendy. Yeah. And you go, I need to have some fucking black pudding. Yeah. Mm. And it's happening with rum now as well, isn't it? Rum's really come back in. It's very. It's and they, they'll find like different subgenres in rum that you didn't know about. Yeah. Like, Guava rum that's always that's been around for years. It's you know it's a real connoisseur's choice, and you go, and then you get off on ordering it because you you think oh, I just ordered some guava rum. I bet that barman thinks I'm an awesome top guy. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, we had we had a guest on who gave us um, rum infused with cannabis. 
It's nice. Wow. Yes, okay. it was delicious. Because I always think anything that's infused with cannabis is very hard to m- regulate the dosage. Um, well, as much. We you were all actually in we got a bit good. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did, didn't we? We got all, we were all in hysterics for quite some time. So I don't know whether that was the booze or the cannabis, but we had a lovely time, didn't we, Sally? Oh, we did. We really yes. did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Continue. Sorry, Sally. Tony Blair or Margaret Thatcher? Uh, I mean, they're both Tories, really. So I'd go probably Blair, I think. Mm. Yeah. Liz or Rishi? Oh, uh, I I mean, Liz for the banter. I mean, it was fun while it lasted, wasn't it? Yeah. The, you know, they say it's like, you know, those rock stars that only have one album, but they burn so brightly. Yeah. They were almost too crazy for this world. Yeah. I mean, that was Liz Truss. I do think that Liz Truss, she's such a strange character that if you said to me, like, her next job, would be head of HR at a logistics firm in Chessington. I'd go, I can absolutely believe oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she could go literally, or for being like the manager of a uh, regional manager for Carphone Warehouse, something like that. <laughs> or serial killer. Yes, or I'm going serial. serial. Yeah. Well, she's just an odd, she just doesn't fit, does she? She's an odd. I mean, it is, I always have to like check myself and go, because women, female politicians get called mad and demented, I think more than male politicians. Mm, yes. But then I think the ones that get called mad or demented are mad or demented. Theresa um, May didn't really get called that so much, did she? Do you think? No, 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 no. But yeah, she was, she was very, she said she's very socially awkward. Yeah. And, and Liz Truss kind of, it's like they kept messing with the formula, but the worst bits of it. Mm. And then they'll go, well, there's Boris had a bit of that. Theresa had a bit of that. Let's put both of those bad bits into one thing. <laughs> I mean, Sunak, I mean, now I think Sunak, Starmer, it's not going to be wildly different. We'll just, just get on and live our lives. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, in that case then, Sally, ask the next one. Crisps or nuts? See, <laughs> this is how diverse we are, Jeff. Yeah. That is not, for me, specific enough. I mean... Uh, crisps right, or nuts, okay. there's so well, you like you're saying, and onion, don't you? If you're saying dry roasted nuts, absolutely. Yeah. If you're saying honey roasted cashews, no, or no, essentially no. nuts mm. for people that don't like nuts, then we're mm. gonna have an issue. Okay, all right then. What's Gosh. your favourite nut then, Jeff? Is it the dry, dry roasted? Roast? A proper of like nineteen eighties dry yes, roasted. Classic. The one where yeah. you're licking the bag, you yeah. just get the dust of it. Yeah. Now yeah. dry roasted, it's the same as fucking tang fastics. They're they're not as savage as they were, or my, or maybe I've like sort of you know like a person that's indulged their kinks too much. I've had yeah. too many sour sweets. I've had too yeah. many dry roasted peanuts. I, no. I no longer feel anymore. I think you're right because um, <laughs> I when I was younger I was uh, hyperactive and allergic to lots of food colorings and food additives. Um, and dry roasted nuts. I'd have a bag of them. I'd be whizzing my teenage yeah, tits there was off. Something. But now no, no. No, but I, I, yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. Bland. I think the less salty, sweet, or any of the good stuff, all the things that make things nice to eat, they are less so. I think mm. it's just that you're, as you get older, your taste buds sort of dull a bit, don't they? Probably. <sighs> it's why old geezers get into Stilton, isn't it? Yeah, They almost yeah. have to risk some low-level anaphylactic shock just to get involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they have yeah, low risk. <laughs> and that's why people get hotter and hotter curries, don't they? Oh, am I an old man then? Because yeah, I, yeah. I am. I can only eat hot curries, and I love Stilton, Jeff. I am an old man. Yeah. No, it's just it's me. I I see the world through a very strict gendered, and I'm constantly confounded. But then I always revert back to men do this, women do this, because it feels safer. Uh, yeah. Who does 
there's a lot of things that stereotypical men do, I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that is the tricky thing, isn't it? You kind of go, but your experience of this in comedy at the moment is that you have to almost caveat what you're going to say with like, you know, like the small print terms and conditions. Yeah. So you go, so I think, and by the way, there are lots of exclusions to this. And Hey, <sighs> if you don't feel like this, that's fine too. But in yeah. my experience, yeah. <laughs> and, and then you go, is that all? Cause the thing is that does actually usually buy you the space. You And you think as a performer, you go, that's such a cheap trick. I, I haven't really changed anything there. All I've done is said, I really want to say this. So yeah. I will now put in the legal disclaimer yeah, and still true. say the same shit yeah. I would have said at Jonglers in 2005. It's like yeah. when people mention a supermarket on the radio and they go, but other supermarkets are available. Yeah. Just just yeah. covering all bases, isn't it, Jeff? That's what it is. Covering all reactions does in the audience. Anybody yeah. not, does anybody not think that other supermarkets are available? Like if they heard a Radio 4 comedy and somebody said Waitrose, would anybody go... I think that's the only supermarket that's available. Well, it is now because they brought the coffee, but the free coffee. Oh, Jeff, God, Jeff, you don't know today. what you've just done. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, brought that, that is... back today. Lucky I had my cup with me. I went back <sighs> to the car, got my cup, I went back in again. And my is free the coffee, coffee back? Yeah, that's what I just said. The free coffee is back. Is that bit, is it only, only just come back after yeah. the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. Take your cup in. They've they've opened up those machines again. Oh, I was in. I had my free coffee. Some of us, Sally. Don't have a waitrose near us. I've got about three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so waitrose, therefore, is the only supermarket when you're listening to Radio 4. It's not really. Okay. Anyway, anyway, here we go. All right, we, we have Brexit or Remain. Uh, well, I, I, you know, at the risk of losing 52%, your listeners probably not. But yeah, well, I mean, I've, I voted for Brexit, but uh, equally, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's all gone perfectly. Do you uh, still stand by it then? Well, I stand by the fact that I voted for it because that's what I wanted at the time. Yeah. So I don't, I struggle with hypotheticals, you know, because right. you get a lot of people and this will be blokes, right? They're normally blokes around my age. And, and what they say is, so, so, you know, you know, given what you know now, Jeff, and what they really say is, I think you should regret it. And you go, yeah. all right, if that's what you, I, I get that that's what you think, but uh, I don't know if I get political, but the problem is every time I think of being back in the EU, I don't like the idea, you know? So you might have been in a relationship sometime, which was undeniably financially a better idea, but you don't necessarily always want to be in that relationship because there were things wrong. Um, but, but look, you know, I, um, I'm just trying to think my son will listen to these podcasts uh, eventually. Oh. So uh, can we just do an edit where I go, I voted remain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think when it's you're... like when, when you're um, younger and you get pissed and you just, you, you think it's a really good idea to get a tattoo and you think I'm mm. really sticking by this. And then, yeah. A few years down the line, you really regret getting a tattoo of a ghost on your ass holding a banana. Which is it what could be got. our tattoo. It could be our tattoo. But then I also think that the only thing that people respect less than a bad decision is is when you when you sort of welch on it. You know, yeah. I think they go, no, if he if he if he's made a shit decision, I want him to stand by the shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if my son's yeah. listening, I I was a key figure in the Remain argument. Okay, thank you, thanks, <laughs> Jeff. All right then, free milk for kids or not? Uh, which kids and for how long are we Infants, means testing? Like, 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 <laughs> there's no straight answer with you, is there? Um, yeah. Is uh like like it like the seventies? Well, this is probably see with comics, they'd always go for the easy option. They all go, oh, free milk for kids. What does this cost? You know what I mean? Could we, if we don't give free milk to all kids, give more to the most, the poorest kids? That's the question yeah, I'm asking. But then people, could but then they the have free? Will want it, won't they? 
what if we didn't give free milk to all kids but for the most poorest kids we could give free milk and a cereal bar maybe a track uh, of chocolate chip but how that do they is, prove that's how that... conservatives think you know it's not always about denying people stuff it's like why do i mean for example how many pensioners right see you've got me on politics they just all get their 200 quid don't they yeah. and and they're off on a fucking another viking river cruise, cruise yet again <laughs> And, and With I their think, lovely pensions from when from working in the public sector, it is so. You know, I I I do find an issue when when there is. I understand that means testing can be tricky, but when there's a universal benefit, and you just know, like, you just. I mean, there's another example of this. It's sort of related, but not in a way. But the, you know, when the the key workers thing was happening, yeah. And like you see people going, just want to thank the NHS and our key workers, thanks to the NHS and all. And then you suddenly started interrogating this whole key workers thing and you thought, this is quite a broad idea, isn't it? You know, and suddenly people, you go, there's suddenly people who were taking their kids to school still and you're going, you're not a key worker. Yeah. You know, it got a bit, it got a bit tenuous. So, But that's uh, what will happen if you start saying free milk for the sort of the deprived... The- the kids from deprived backgrounds and stuff, because then other people will go, well, I think I'm slightly deprived, so I think I can get you. You've got to, you, yeah. How do you prove yeah. it? Exactly. So you'll have kids, kids, middle-class parents are among the most ruthless in society. They'll be saying to their kids, you go and you pretend that you're thirsty. You pretend, just mm. walk walk funny, like you need the calcium. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what's going to happen. Oh, so, Sally. So, yeah, ask... I've got one more question. Yes, I? ask the last question. Come on, Sally. Lou Come or on. Sally? Uh, well, I duck as in, but it's a possible answer. No, it's not. It, it, it tends. Well, I say you Lou haven't answered to, anything straight. Though, Lou so. seems to want it more, and often believe if someone just wants it, give it to him. So, I, but thing know. is, though, I was sort of thinking, oh, it's definitely me, so I wasn't trying. That's ah, the problem. Well, then you don't deserve it with that. Sort of <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. You, don't you think that me, in life, if too. someone just really wants something, just fucking give it to him? Do you know what I mean? Well, oh, it depends what it is, doesn't it? Yeah, it does Surely. depend what it is because it's just can't be that 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 can not be that well, she's near Waitrose, and I'm I'm seeing that Zoopla value estimate go up <laughs> in, my, in my mind's eye. Yeah, but I my, my partner really likes football, so true, it's true. But then my nephew I... used to play for Oxford United. Well, well, my partner's niece plays for Arsenal girls and was in the World Cup thing. Your partner, though, but they're not blood related to you. They are to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this has made me so uncomfortable. This but the guy that was, uh, yeah, unwilling desperate to... Desperate middle-aged women, desperate for your affections. <laughs> Nay! No, we're, we're, come- we're, no but we're comedians, though. I mean, that is built built into us, isn't it? Like, there was... Yeah. Who was I talking to the other day? Is like, you know that thing when you kind of come off stage and you're the last act on? And um, so the compare is kind of wrapping up and they're saying, give us a cheer for all the acts you've seen tonight. So even if you've opened a discussion with somebody backstage, you're desperately trying to not show that you're listening out for your <laughs> applause. And then you go, yeah, so like, it's a thing. But, and then at the moment you hear your name, you you're, you basically glitch like a computer game. Yeah. Blah, 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 because you, you just you just have to know. And you have to know, where do I fit into this? Mm. It's brutal, really, stand up like that, isn't it? You yeah. know. Mm. 
especially mm. if you go on last as well. If you go on first, you get the night going. But if you go on last, there's the expectation that you you should be better. You know, you should have had a, a better response than anybody else. That's that's why you're on at the end. Yeah. Oh, God, I find it difficult if you get that kind of... Eh, One clap. Point. Yeah. The person in the middle, and you go, he, he was only doing a 10. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it was all yeah, it was all quite like I've heard it all before as well, what they were doing. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing new. Yeah, <laughs> and we, and we in actual are. fact they did better than everyone. And that quite rightly they got the louder applause as well. We've got to do a cocktail for Jeff. It's gonna have lager mm. in it. Got to have lager in it, hasn't it? Put a bit of lager. What's it gonna be called? Blue balls. That is actually a really good yeah. name for a cocktail because yeah. it's got it's got football, it's got conservatives, it's yeah. got you've got to have balls to do what you do. So fuck blue it, balls, a glass blue of blue balls. balls, please, mate. Yeah, that is. I, I think that that has got, and also maybe it's got something Quite in British, it. British, isn't it? Blue blood, blue blood, blue, blue balls, but maybe it's royalty. That's what I was thinking of. Do you know what you should have in it? Mustard. But like just something yeah. like that's a bit of a challenge to masculinity. Like, can you handle the blue balls? Yeah, can you handle <laughs> the blue balls? How many blue yeah. balls did you have? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have another one. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like oh, 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 yeah. My... With like that Colmer's mustard powder on the top of it. So not actual. No, I want a lump balls. of mustard in it. Oh, Maybe. Must. You know, like with tequila, you dab the salt and whatever. Maybe you snort the mustard powder. Oh, yeah, yes. baby. Yes. Yeah, you know, the blue balls. Can you handle the? Can you hand? Can you handle the blue balls? Yeah, I'm gonna write this a, down. And you have a roast potato yeah. afterwards instead of the lemon. <laughs> roast potato. Just a whole roast. Eat it like an apple. Yeah. <laughs> a slice of a slice of packet beef. Is it just, so it's just lager then in the actual drink? Is it? Or they need a shot of something? Well, be lager tequila. Tequila, yeah, maybe tequila. Tequila. tequila in there, yes. That, yes. With the blue curacao or whatever it's called. Just oh, give it a, yes. Yeah. To give it the, the colour. Yeah. Two cherries. Two cherries. I wouldn't feel too self-conscious as a bloke about ordering that. Can I get a blue balls, mate? Yeah, you'd be yeah. all right there, wouldn't you? Yeah. And also, my wife, my wife said the other day she didn't realise, she didn't really know the blue balls thing. So you know that pathetic thing that teenage boys would do to girls and apparently it still happens where they start telling the girls so if they've been snogging and stuff they've had an erection for a while and they go well I need to you know because I want to get blue balls and and like that blokes if only blokes could apply that level of kind of cunning in other areas like it's just such a it's such a, a blag isn't it you know if I don't you know what I mean like my 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 balls might you know it's actually really <laughs> harm amazing that any bloke still gets away with that in the age of Google. is that not a thing then because I thought that was real because my partner says that to me all of the time. Yeah, he's uh, lying. He's lying, okay. isn't he? Okay. Oops. Tricky. Yeah. Tricky moment in the podcast, that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Is right. he there? We can no. Bring no, I put him That's outside. Oh, <laughs> he's carrying him around like fucking... <laughs> he is, actually. He's, he's wheeling a wheelbarrow around at the moment, probably with his bollocks in. And you wait, yeah. Jeff. When they I, will I'm... be blue. It's cold. Be oh, blue, well, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to learn. Got to learn. Do you know what, Jeff? It's mm. been lovely. We've, We've got to do spit or swallow. We've got oh, God, yeah. Before oh, okay. we finish. Is it a spit or a swallow? The Peroni. Well, well it's a swallow, isn't it? It's a classy yeah, beer. It Although I can't drink, yeah. I mean, I can't drink much beer because I get ever so full up. Well, you've got bright red as well, Sally. Oh, I, know, I, got the, I know, and I've got the fire on, haven't I? Which was a mistake. Oh. And a big, thick Canadian shirt on. I've, oh, I've just drop that wrong. in. Just drop the Canadian bit the in. The heating, the heating problem isn't is no problem for me here either, Jeff. When you're choosing oh. who you like best. Um, uh, 
<laughs> she's not past it. She is not past it. She won't, she won't ever be. She won't ever be. Um, is, there, is there a chance that I could plug my podcast? Yeah. If people, if people, yes. people are into the earthy, every man way that I, I interface with politics in in a very partially informed way, very partially informed, not really informed. Uh, uh, what most people think. Uh, so I have guests on, and I have guests on lefties, righties, centrist dads. I've had fucking Owen Jones. I shouldn't say that. I've had Owen Jones on. <laughs> you know, I've had. I've Who had else? Owen Jones on. Um, <laughs> yeah, great. No, I've, I've had quite a few left. I've had David Badil, you know, I've had, mm-hmm. and then, you know, people that are more on the sort of scene of the right on comedy, like Leo Kirst, Simon Evans and stuff like that. So, I, you know, I like just having a chat uh, with anybody. What's it called again? What most people think. But, okay. I mean, listen, the way the polls are going, it isn't what I think is no longer what most people think. No. So it's been an interesting journey. It has. Oh, Thank Jeff. you so much for coming on Thank our podcast, you. Jeff. What a Thank treat. You. You've been brilliant. Thank you. Keep your blue balls warm. Keep your blue balls warm. <laughs> Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye.